<clears throat> Good morning, it's November 14th, and this is To My Liberal Friends. You know, Democrats have coalesced around their favorite saying that if we elect a, elect a Republican, the democracy will die. We hear it said in various forms over and over. What they're really saying is that only Democrats can protect democracy, and therefore you should vote for them. Jim Clyburn, the Democrat that saved Joe Biden's campaign in 2020, is now trying to come to the rescue again. Both of these men are aging politicians who somehow have nothing going in their lives outside of holding some political office. I got to know Mr. Clyburn very well while I was in Washington and considered him a good friend. But time takes its toll on all of us, and I decided to retire and spend my life doing things that I enjoy and leaving working around the government to people younger than me. It appears that way too many of our aging politicians on both sides of the aisle don't know how to go home. But getting back to the point of my discussion today, polling for Joe Biden is not looking very good. People are concerned about his age. They're not buying into his Bidenomics theme. For them, they watched inflation ratchet up prices in grocery stores and just about every other place. Biden tells them inflation is coming down, but they don't see the price of eggs, milk, bread, and other basic food items coming down. Biden tells them the price of a gallon of gas is down from its record highs, but they remember it being much lower before Biden came into office. Because of some of these concerns, a few people have decided to jump in the race against Joe Biden as third-party candidates. We have Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Cornell West, who dropped the Green Party moniker and is now running solely as an independent. And last week, Jill Stein took the mantle for the Green Party. Then we have the threat of Joe Manchin running as an independent, possibly under the No Labels banner. These threats have caused Democrats like Jim Clyburn to fret that they may siphon off votes from Biden, enough that could cost him electoral votes in some key swing states. If you look at the polls, it shows Trump leading Biden in several key states. In Georgia, it shows Trump up 48 to 41. Pennsylvania has Trump up by 3%. Michigan has him in a tie, and that's not good for Biden. Wisconsin shows Trump up two points. Nevada shows Trump ahead by three points. And Arizona has Trump leading by four. These are all key states for both sides, and the news for Biden is not good. North Carolina was supposed to be a state where Democrats thought Biden would win, but the latest polls showed him trailing Trump by nine points. And in Ohio, where voters placed abortion rights in the state constitution, leading Democrats to think they could win, Trump is leading by eight percentage points. So the question, which I've asked before, is how do third-party candidates affect the race? According to Jim Clyburn, third-party candidates could confuse the race, that Trump in the end benefits, and then in and of itself, wait for it, and I quote him, fundamentally endangers our democracy, end quote. Who's democracy, Jim? If you wrote my democracy, that would be accurate, but our democracy is not put in danger when more people run for office. It seems Clyburn has no problem with just anybody voting. He pushed the John Lewis Act, which would hamstring states from instituting legitimate voting ID requirements and basically federalize the election process, but he has a problem with just anybody running. If you want to know where Clyburn and Dem Democrats get this nonsense, you only have to harken back to 2000. They claimed that third-party candidates stole the election from Al Gore in 2000. And that did not happen. True, Ralph Nader and the Palm Beach County Registrar of Voters probably took enough votes from Gore to swing Florida, but that's not stealing. In the first case, that's somebody exercising their right as a member of a free society. In the second, that's a bureaucrat failing to do their job. Neither act is step, neither act was malicious. Since we know that West and Kennedy are in, let's look at their impact. West voters would gravitate toward Biden. Put another way, West posed a serious threat to the Biden candidacy on its own. If he's able to hold the 4 or 6% of the vote he's currently getting in the polls, that will hurt Biden because it will come from both the black community 
and the hyper-uber-woke kids, you know, for instance, West is pro-Palestine, that he needs. Kennedy poses a more complicated issue. His green bona fides attract the left, and his anti-deep state talk attracts the right. But it will be the pandemic that will drive Kennedy's vote and the anger over the multi-generational government-ordered atrocity cuts against both Trump and Biden. Biden for continuing to double down on the destruction of the economy and personal liberties, Trump for doing it in the first place. Then throw in Jill Stein, the Green Party candidate, and the Libertarian guy, and both Trump and Biden are whittled away even more. I've not even addressed Joe Manchin, but I cannot say anything until we know what his actual plans are. But what I would say to people like Clyburn and other Democrats is simple. Democracy is not being threatened simply because people decide to challenge Biden and Trump. That's democracy in action. And the more people running, the better I like it. They could offer some interesting positions on issues and force both of the front runners to address them. This has been To My Liberal Friends. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, recommend it to your friends.